A big day up for markets here this morning as we head into the cash open. The Nasdaq's up over 4% in reaction to CPI data that just got released here this morning, better than expected. Michael Zaremski, Director of Futures at Charles Schwab, is joining us to help us take a look here at, well, Michael, good morning. Welcome. A uh, busy week in terms of Fed speakers, which had taken on somewhat of a hawkish tone, that drumbeat that we'd been hearing higher for longer, while the rate hikes may slow a bit in terms of the pace. I'm wondering, in terms of these inflationary figures that just got released here, what that will do in terms of the tone that some of these individual regional Fed speakers take on in the coming days and weeks as we await the December meeting. Well, good morning, Ben. And it's right there as well, too. And I think it was kind of nice to finally see the trend of the core inflation rising up since June here start to break there as well, too. And, and actually, the headline figure has been uh, on a downward trend since that June high at 9.1%. So what I think this will actually do for the Fed speakers and their commentary is it will allow them to kind of... Uh, I think emphasize what the market's already expecting, that the velocity of these rate hikes can come down a bit. I think the mm -hmm. market's going to start to expect, you know, the 75 basis point hikes, maybe a thing in the past, we might say 50 basis points, or maybe even 25 basis points going forward until they get to their target rate for uh, interest rates. Now, of the speakers that were out this week, uh, Richmond uh, Fed President uh, Thomas Barkin was very prolific out there as well, too. And I think uh, one statement he said really kind of summed up, I think, the Fed's overall opinion here is that the Fed's fight against inflation will lead to a slowdown in the economy. However, that's the risk they have to take because what they don't want to see is what happened in the 70s there where inflation became entrenched and public's expectations there were for higher inflation going longer. Now, what uh, New York Fed Pre uh, President uh, John Williams noted, though, is that that concern about inflationary pressures being anchored has not really materialized yet. And he was very surprised to see that the public here still expects to see deflation in the longer term. So I think that hmm. kind of ties into that thing that the Fed's actions so far are starting to take effect as well, too. And they could sort of maybe put a little bit more on the brakes on that velocity of higher interest rates. You know, it was interesting because what stood out to me was some comments from uh, Neil Kashkari, who basically, in almost like a five, seven-year-old-esque type way, described uh, that pivot as he said, a long, 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 long way away, ultimately. And he said, described it as kind of premature to talk about a pivot at this point. It did say that they're still laser-focused on inflation here, ultimately. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this number uh, plays out here, and it's definitely going to feed into. Michael, real quick, I, I into the break mentioned how this is going to shift some of the attention to the inflation component associated with tomorrow's figure the uh, Michigan sentiment data absolutely right there now the sentiment is expected to pick up a little bit about 59.8 from 59 but it's really uh, numbers here that probably were ignored by the market for years and years on yeah, end it's that are getting some attention whether it's exactly the yeah. one year and the five years well too okay. now they have been like i said relatively stable here as well though they have ticked up the past couple months as well too so we see that start to at least level out or start to tick down that'll just kind of add yeah. to what they said president said there as well too about how the public expects that inflationary pressures will start to subside in the future Man, this thing just does not want to quit. Four and a quarter percent now to the upside in the NASDAQ here. I'm looking Amazing. at this thing scream higher right now in reaction to that data. I think it's important to remind our viewers and everyone out there that the Fed's focus on not just one data point here, uh, multiple data points. And, uh, yes, this one did come in very easing in terms of some of those inflationary pressures. Michael, let's shift gears and talk a little bit about a couple companies uh, 
attracting attention here as well this morning. We've been talking a lot about inflation and Bitcoin, but we've got some EV uh, automakers here that are uh, on our radar as well today. Rivian and Neo, what are you seeing in terms of quarterly results and uh, their earnings reports? Yeah, Rivian there, um, they were a little light on revenues there, but the, uh, the loss there was uh, a lot less than expected, $1.57 uh, for the quarter there as well, too. But what was really important there was they maintained their guidance. They're going to deliver those 25,000 vehicles as expected this year. But I think what was a little bit more optimistic was is that the pre-orders are up to 114,000 mm. vehicles. And that doesn't count the 100,000 vehicles that Amazon has in order. Plus, their cash uh, balance there is about $13.8 billion, and they expect that to get them through at least 2025. So this is a company here that's seeing increasing demand. They're going to meet their targets there. They're working on trying to lower the expenses there, and they have enough cash balance to kind of ride out some of the uh, kings here. And it looks like uh, overall a generally good number there. And the market was up about 8% earlier in the session here. Now let's take a look at Neil over in China there. Now their loss actually expanded on the quarter. It was about 30 cents US there, but the revenues uh, beat at about 1.83 billion there. And they also said that their uh, deliveries are expected to uh, double there in the fourth quarter as well too as once again they're seeing good demand there as well too and, and despite uh, the COVID lockdowns as well too they're expected to once again meet and actually beat expectations for deliveries and that's why the stock is up pre-market as well. All right, Mike, appreciate you joining us here. A couple companies making headlines this morning, as well as a uh, really standout CPI data point. And again, focusing on some of those individual Fed speakers as we await uh, not only more data in terms of uh, insights as where the Fed's going to go come the December meeting, but also uh, some of these individual speakers which provide that insight. Also, thanks to Mike Zarensky again.